All right, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are keeping well. I hope everything is going well by God's grace. Uh, this is Ashley, and I know I haven't posted here in a while, okay? Uh, but today is my birthday, and I just thought, let me share these powerful nuggets with you guys. So I'm going to share 22 things that I learned in 22 years. Okay, that's a joke, actually. I'm not going to share 22 things, but I'm going to share three powerful things I really believe that every young man needs to build in these days, right? We need to continually ask ourselves questions associated with these three powerful nuggets that I'm going to share with you. Everything I'm going to share here is not, uh, everything is not uh, really my original thoughts. I took some of these ideas from a book that I recently uh, was just rereading called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, which I would highly recommend, honestly, for every man out there. It's such an amazing book. It's a classic that has been around for, for a while, but I decided to reread it. And for me, it just really resonated, right? Because it really speaks to the core of who men are, who young men are, some of the desires that as men we have, and sometimes they're not well communicated uh, so that we can better understand them in church and the discipleship for men sometimes really lacks in most churches. I really believe more than ever, we do need a resuscitation of that godly teaching on how to better really, I would say, uh, steward our masculinity in this area and in this time, right? Uh, for me, let me just share a young testimony. I think I might have shared this in my last podcast. But anyways, before I got saved, I got saved at the age of 14. And before that, to be honest, I was a bit of a stoned boy, you know. Uh, in school, I used to get uh, in fights quite very frequently. But there was just something within me. I think also it just uh, resonated with my character and uh, my personality. I'm naturally a dominant person, right? So I used to want to always prove myself, you know? I used to be want to be known as the tough guy in school, the guy who can get every girl in school. So every two weeks I would get on a fight, you know? Or, uh, you know, I'd be chasing that girl and then chasing that other girl. Or, but even in school, I performed very well. I was the best student, you know, uh, during my primary school years. So there was just something there was just a draw to be honest and when I got saved I'm not gonna lie I was very confused as to how do I better um, you know use this masculine energy that God has given me because you know what I've been used to was something something that you know when I look at the Bible sometimes it does not you know really relate very well or it does not agree with the Bible and so I was faced with this confusion as to how do I better navigate myself and that is a question where I believe that also a lot of young men are finding especially in the church right so I'm going to share three things that I really believe that are very helpful in this time that we as men need to cultivate more than ever. And the first one is that we need to fight, find a battle to fight. Because you need to understand that as a man, you were created for battle. You were everything around you, really God created you for combat. And we've seen this all throughout history with the things that men can achieve, right? We've seen it in the wars, World War One, World War Two. Those were primarily led by men because I really believe that in you and in your DNA as a man, you are created for a certain battle and a certain uh, fight. You are created to fight a certain battle. This is why men are drawn to really rough sports like wrestling and so forth. The UFC because in us we were created to fight but the problem becomes when you do not define your fight when you do not define that battle which battle are you actually fighting against because one thing that's going to happen is that there's always going to be a battle that you are fighting for and a battle that you are fighting against and we need to understand as men that there's a real battle that is going on in the world today and not just the physical battle as spiritual men who also have a level also of spiritual intelligence we understand that there's a spiritual battle that is going on the bible says that 
you know, your enemy, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So the enemy is not resting. The enemy is, uh, he knows that his time on this earth is very limited. And one of the things that he's working hard for in these days is to win the heart of young men. Because once he wins the heart of young men, he can really destabilize everything in society. And this is why we're seeing a lot of uh, downfall in terms of masculinity and what men are doing. Because men in general are dangerous. And being dangerous is not necessarily a bad thing. I really believe that as a man, you need to have that element of danger within you. It all depends on how you direct it and how you allow God to steward that energy, to steward that willingness, to steward that ability for competition, for wanting to fight. Because the real enemy that we need to be fighting is the devil. And more than ever, we need to step out. Let us step out as men. C.S. Lewis says in his book, The Screwtape Letters, that you can't fight a battle that does not exist. You need to, first of all, define the jurisdiction of your battle in the mind. What are you fighting for as a man? What are you fighting for? Uh, what are you fighting against as a man? You need to, first of all, find that. Uh, I love what Dr. Miles Monroe uh, likes to say. He, he used to like to say that uh, where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. So this idea of a battle really speaks of a purpose what is your purpose in life are you finding your purpose are you working in your purpose or is it just the years as we grow as men we need to reflect okay i'm 22 now i'm 25 i'm 30 where is my life going what is the purpose of my life am i fulfilling the things that i promised myself to do that is the uh, really at the battle that we need to fight is a battle honestly of purpose define your purpose the second thing i really believe that a man needs to understand in these times is or need to find in this time is a beauty to, re to rescue what am why am i speaking about a beauty right when I speak of a beauty, I'm speaking about the feminine heart. I'm speaking about to the, the woman because this is such a mystery to such a point where the book of Proverbs, right? The wisest man who ever lived said this in Proverbs chapter 30 verses 18. He said that there are three things that are too amazing for me. Four that I do not understand. The first one, he says that the way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a sheep on the high seas, and fourth, the way of a man with a young woman. Now, the author is onto something here, right? There's something embezzling about this. There's something mysterious about how a man uh, or a young man views a young woman. There's something about the beauty that is attracting. And we need to understand that God created us that way. God created us to be attracted to the beauty. Whenever you see a beautiful woman, there's something in you that really fires up. In fact, I think psychologically, the, 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 there is evidence that there's some brain, whatever, that is going inside your head whenever you see a beautiful woman. But yet again, that can be abused. And that's why we need to understand the, I uh, believe, the purpose to which God has created us with that desire. Adam, in the book of Genesis, uh, the Bible says that he was serving God. But the Bible says that, you know, it is not good for men to be alone. And God created the woman. And whenever the first time Adam saw that woman, God was really parading that woman around. And the first time God, uh, Adam saw that woman, he said that this is bone of my bones, flesh of my blend, flesh of my flesh. And immediately he went on to offer his strength because this is what God has created us for, to offer our strength to the woman. Now, this doesn't just apply to when you are married. Of course, when you are married, the primary, you know, person that you need to offer strength to is your wife, then your family, and then your society and so forth and sort of builds like that but then also if you're single like myself 
where are you offering your strength? How are you displaying your strength as a priest? One of the things I've been studying recently is the ministry of priesthood, how God has called us to be priests. But I really believe that God has called us to offer our strength to the woman, right? And this really uh, applies to the woman around your life. Let's say your mother, your sisters, your sisters in Christ. How are you offering your strength? How are you displaying your leadership capability? Because I tell you, this is the key. Because even in the world, you realize that this thing has been so... Uh, I would say perverted, right? Everything is all about the woman, right? You see those ads, you see uh, all the pop-ups that are coming, it's all about the woman, it's all about, you know, uh, you see all the music videos, all the men are just rapping around the woman, I can't wait to get the woman, I want to get the woman, I want to sleep with the woman and so forth because there's a mystery behind it that God has created that way to be to want to seek out the woman, even the women who are out there in the world, you know, they are really parading themselves, their bodies and so forth and so on because they desire to be wanted and to be pursued and a man, a man is supposed to come in there and this is where the role of father Others come in and we don't have time to talk about that but that's a very important role but I really believe that as a man what are you doing with your priesthood what are you doing with your strength how are you displaying Christ around the woman around you around the women that are in your life your mother your girlfriend if you're dating how are you displaying Christ around those people around your wife God has called us for the beauty right and the third thing I really believe that uh, we need to uh, understand in these times is the adventure to live so more than ever a man needs an adventure we see this all around it's built within us this is why men you know like sports they like competitions because they like an adventure something that will challenge them and i think one thing we haven't done well in the church is really provide a space for men to be challenged sometimes we want to make things easier for them you know we don't want to burden them with too much responsibility we don't want to expect a lot of them we just want to make things easier but a man really needs a challenge and you need to ask yourself along with your purpose what is the adventure that is fueling your life i love what the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 says, particularly in the message translation, I'm just going to read it for you. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 in the message, message translation, the Bible says that my counsel is this, live freely, animated and motivated by God's spirit. Then you won't feed the compulsions of selfishness. This is very powerful. The Bible says that live freely, animated and motivated by God's spirit. Then you won't feed the compulsions of selfishness. One of the reasons we are drawn to a lot of selfishness, and this is, by, by the way, one of the reasons why also things like pornography are the biggest snare for men. Because once you don't find your purpose, once you are not motivated by God's spirit, and there's not something that is calling you to a higher purpose, then it's very easy for you to be distracted by uh, minor things. It's very easy for you to be distracted by the things of this world, to be distracted by the pursuit for money. It is when... There is no purpose, first of all, and then there is no uh, motivation from the Spirit of God. Remember, the Holy Spirit is the one who gives us, who animates our lives, really, so that we do not just live boring lives, but we understand that there's a goal to which God has called us. In this uh, book, Wild at Heart, the author also says something. He says, says something very powerful. He says that most men spend the energy of their lives trying to eliminate risk. No, God has called us for risk. God has called us to take risk. If you're a man, God has called you to take a risk. Think about the Bible. Think, for instance, like Moses, when he was called to, uh, you know, uh, to set the people of Israel free and lead them to the promised land. There was a certain risk of, uh, associated with that. Abraham, the Bible says that, leave this land and, and go to a land that I will show you. So there's a mystery to it. There's a certain mystery, a certain adventure to it. And we need to take the risk more than ever. If you are a man at whatever 
age, there's a certain risk that I know for sure God is calling you into. Maybe your ministry, maybe your career, it may be your relationships, whatever it is. I really believe God has called us for a risk. So those are the three things I really wanted to share with you is uh, the battle to fight, a purpose. You need to find a purpose within God, a beauty to rescue, and notice the hierarchy of those things because a man needs purpose before the man uh, finds a beauty, right? And then an adventure to live. Those are the three things I really believe that God has called us into and we need to devote prayer into so that we excel more than ever. All right, guys, that is it from me on this podcast. I'll see you on the next podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing day. That is it from me. Let me go and enjoy my day.